Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, I'm Jesse McAnally. And I'm Andrew DeWolf. And this is Musicals with Cheese, a super special bonus episode where Andrew actually shows up. Oh, I usually don't do these bonus episodes. They're like a Jess thing, and <laughs> I don't want to intrude, you know? I mean, yeah, that's it. It's not the fact that you're just lazy. Uh, busy. Lazy. And lazy. Mostly lazy. But we've asked, and you answered, or you asked, and we answer. Ho, 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 ho. Today we are doing a Q&A essay episode. Yes. We answer the questions that you're dying to ask. Um, it's mostly our patrons, so it, I guess it shows who really loves us. It's the ones that give us money. That's true. All right. Andrew, we both have the questions up. I'm going to let Andrew just get started. Who are we starting with? Uh, I say we just start with uh, our favorite duck. Oh, uh, Taryn? Taryn the, yeah. the duck? Yes. All right, what she got to ask? Uh, well, I'll do your question. You can do mine. So, All right, all right. The question uh, she has for you is, what has been your favorite part of starting this podcast, and has it exceeded your expectations? I mean, more than three people listened to it, so yes, it has exceeded my expectations. And the fact that Andrew just didn't disappear halfway through starting it like we he has been wont to do before. <laughs> so, um, yes, I'm it a has changed ex- man, okay? I'm, I've changed. <laughs> So it has exceeded my expectations as far as that's been, and just by how wonderful you guys have been, but also we got two one-star reviews, so I, I, it's all for naught and a complete failure. Jess, you've always said this to me, okay? If you don't always. have haters, if you don't have haters, you haven't made it. <laughs> I've always said that to you. <laughs> yes. Every time I've asked you, like, what's your favorite type of review, you always say negative. <laughs> the negative ones are the honest ones. <laughs> Look at all the Last Jedi ones. The Bad Faith Last Jedi reviews on the internet. That's true, and also the ones for the new Star Wars that I forget the name of. The Rise of the Star Wars. All Star Wars movies are five-star movies, and anyone that gives it a one-star is a liar. Yes. Jar Jar Binks, he became a senator. He had an arc. He had a character arc. He became a senator, then a janitor. Uh... <laughs> and now he's dead. He's, now he's, he's dead. dead. Is he confirmed dead? Did they do that in the, in the no, new movie? No, no. What he, what Jar Jar's <laughs> doing nowadays is actually he's a clown for the Naboo people, and they say once upon a time he was a senator, but now he's just this sad clown that only makes children laugh. 
I think but, he's a set. He would be a good like sad clown that does like the opera, like Italiano. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I kind of like the idea that he's like this once proclaimed general and senator that now is just entertaining kids on the street. It's a it's a real sad story if you think about it. Well, he's a real sad guy if you think it's like about revert- it. It's like if you kept watching Forrest Gump after it ends, that's that's where he ends up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the first part of your question, Taryn, what has been my favorite part of starting this co- podcast? It's honestly just hanging out with Andrew. We've been friends for so long and we haven't had really a chance to collaborate as much as I probably would have liked. And since I'm so busy, the only time I really get to hang out with people is when we're doing something or creating something or I, I get lazy and then just don't want to spend time. So it has to be toward an end product if I'm going to be spending time with you is basically my life. And look at us now. And I think I've had some of the best laughs of my life with Andrew. So the laughter. It's it's about the, the children's laughter. laughters. It's about the laughter, Jar Jar. It's a funnier it's a funnier podcast than we've ever had before. If we can get it working, if we can get it working, because it's the key to all this. Okay. All right. And Andrew has a question. Andrew, what has been the most surprising musical so far? Well, that's the first part. So why don't you answer that part first? Well, it seems like they're all one question. Okay. What has been your most surprising musical so far? Either a show you didn't expect to enjoy as much as you did, or the one that just shocked you for one reason or another? Well, grammar, like, grammar-wise, there's a question mark after that first one. I feel like it should just be a comma. Um, but... <laughs> Taryn's giving us money. Don't critique his oh, sorry. grammar. Sorry, sorry. grammar. Don't... It's a duck. It's its grammar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't criticize the grammar. Okay. I'm... That's fine. Um... I mean, as far as one that I was surprised by how much I liked it, probably Beetlejuice, because I don't like that movie, and I really wasn't expecting very much from that, and I actually liked it a lot, so that was the most surprising one that I enjoyed. I knew and you were going to love that one before one? you even looked at it, oh, though. That's, I mean, that's fine, but I didn't know I would love that one. So. I know. Um, as far as most surprising one that was, like, bad, like, surprisingly bad, uh, Dear Evan Hansen really got me pissed off in a way i didn't expect really um, <laughs> yeah i, I just I, when i first went into it i was like well i don't know anything about this and it's like people like it so it's probably fine and i came out of it and i was just mad i was just angry and that whole episode is just me ranting and i don't even think i've done that for another show since <laughs> like not in that way the closest is muppet wizard of oz i think yeah but that was like i knew i would hate that like <laughs> <laughs> Can I disagree with one? I think that Rent surprised you with how much you hated it more than Dear Evan Hansen. Because you were like, I think I might like this. I guess, in. yeah. That one, but that's so long ago, I kind of forget about that. But yeah. That was before we were actually a podcast, back when we were trying to do videos out of this nonsense. Yeah, and I guess I've hated Rent for so long now that I just kind of forgot that I Had didn't, initially, didn't initially hate it. But <laughs> you I just. just I know it sometimes seems like I don't go in with an open mind on some of these, but I really do. He does. <laughs> He's watching Evita this week, and I am so interested on where Andrew's going to lean. It might be the first episode where we go really political, since it's such a political show. And I'm well, we'll very, very curious. I'm curious as well, because I don't really know much about it. Um. All right. That Do you think that covered that answer? I think that's pretty much my answer. I mean, I gave one for each side of the spectrum there, so... 
What do you think is your best musical and worst musical just off the top of your head from this point now that we hit like 73 episodes? I think episodes? we shouldn't do that yet because I think some of these questions are gotcha, related to that. Gotcha. All right, Taryn, we love you very much. Thank you for your support for all this time. You're great. Um, let's see. We got another question for you from uh, uh, Juliet Antoni. Antonio. An Antonio. Yeah, I had that right. Juliet Antonio. Um, this one's for you, Jess. All if right. If you could interview any Broadway superstar or have them co-host on the podcast, well, gee, thanks. Who would it be? <laughs> and what musical would you want them to talk about? Um, I've tried a couple, and I've gotten some very, very nice rejection notices <laughs> from their publicists. Like, nope, goodbye. Oh. Um, but my number one is definitely Lara Benanti. Like, I just want to ask her so many things, and I feel like... Like, I write every one of these lists, um, especially when I do the interviews. Like, I, I try to cater it to them. I try to do a little bit of research. But a lot of those times, their publicist emailed me that morning and says, we need to do this tonight. And I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit urgent. <laughs> it is. And it's like, and I have to do it before their upcoming show. So let's say they'll email me on December 30th for a show that's going to be on January 5th. And we need to get the episode up by before then. Yeah. Yeah, that's like not like the way we do this is so much more laid back than that a lot of times. Yeah, so, so. the bonus episodes in all actuality takes a lot more work on my part mentally than say the actual chatting with you about a musical I know quite a bit about already. Um but Lara Benanti, I swear I could talk to her for two and a half hours and I'd probably still have a thousand other questions to ask. I'm not even sure I'd wanna do I don't know if I'd wanna bring Andrew in because he'd make fun of me for gushing too much. About how much I like her. I bet you I would. Yes, he would. So I try to keep him <laughs> far away from that equation. Ah, uh, well, that was a good answer, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anyone that you've seen on our show that you think would have been a good guest? Or a guest? Who's been your favorite guest we've had on? My favorite guest? I'll be honest, it was that guy we had on for uh, <laughs> the Book of Mormon. Who Robbie? I don't think is... I don't think that's anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I who love Rob. Who Robbie, is that? Robbie's the best. He used to be an internet creator. He's if you look at Musical Hell's episode on Love Never Dies, he sings like a, um the male part for the Beneath the Moonless Sky parody. He's been around forever. If you look at all my old videos, he's in them and he's like the best in all of them. He has the voice of Mr. Garrison and a heart heart as big as his head. He's great. Yeah, I just he I don't I don't think we can find him anywhere other than stuff he did in the long time ago. Yeah, so, like he hasn't touched but anything. But I I have him though. back on this show in a heartbeat because Book of Mormon is still our most downloaded episode. <laughs> it's a good episode. He's a funny guy. I didn't think that episode was going to be any good when I was editing. I'm like, who's going to want to listen to this one? But I, I, I guess like y'all. Every, every time you send me a, a message like, oh, that episode was awful, then and I'm just like, that's going to be our best episode. That's Guaranteed. not always been true. <laughs> <laughs> We've had to re-record a couple. That's true. But then Fun the re-record is then the re-record is like the best episode ever, though. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> uh, because our number two episode most downloaded is the, our second try one, because it was our 50th episode, Into the Woods. Which yeah, is... and we were just out of it when we recorded the first one, and we, yeah, so we, we just, like, just came back good. for it. We, we just came back for it. Yeah, it was a bad... We might release that to the patrons, because I think it got fully edited and everything, but... We didn't say anything, like, terrible in it. I'm Unlike... shaking my head. I'm saying, no, we don't do that. <laughs> okay. Let's not, let's not reveal that side of us, okay? <laughs> the really sad, like, in the, the really episode, sad, like, you hear funny. us decide, we, we can't post this. <laughs> <laughs> in the it's episode, like, well, we say that. 
man, we have quality control on our episodes. Oh, yeah, we just are the we're least researched all the musical behind the scenes stuff now. We are the least <laughs> researched show on the internet. That's true. I mean, we we that's kind of the joke of our show, though. We haven't advertised that we research at all, so I'm not sure why. We're that's not an ex- expectation, but it's not. We're not an informational <laughs> show unless I just happen to have it on the top of my head. All right, that's basically how it is. I don't. Uh, and there's a question asking about that. So, all right, Willie uh, Ackles is asking we, how long. Hold on, hold on. Thank oh. you, Juliet, for your question. We're so oh, that glad is, that, that you is watch true. us. We we love you very much. I'm trying to keep things flowing here. I know, but I want to make sure that we're sending love where they. Where they can. <laughs> Lily Ackles is asking, how long have you two known each other? Ten years. We're I fucking old. I think that old. is about right, yeah. Like, it doesn't feel like it, but we've known each other for a while. We've both been in a, an abusive relationship with the same person, in a way. Yeah, the, the sad thing is, I don't think we can ever really tell that story. No, we can't. opening up and, a real can of worms. And we really don't want to, but basically, the reason why we got so close is because we were both in a situation where we were both being emotionally abused as kids like we were both on the internet so it's a fucked up thing and we really don't want to open it up so please don't ever ask about it because but well, now yeah. everyone's gonna ask about it <laughs> well i'm not saying don't ask about it because it'll hurt us but more don't ask about it because we don't want to open this up <laughs> yeah but and that's it's... how we first met yeah all right well lily's next question is what is the worst musical you have ever seen and would there be an episode on it I mean, the worst one I've ever seen, there probably already is an episode on, because <laughs> all of the ones I've seen, we have episodes on, basically. Um, Jess, this might be a more interesting one for you to answer, but I mean, if I were to pick, it's either Dear Evan Hansen or, or, or Rent, um, as far as like the one I hate the most. Um, the thing is, for me, um, about musical theater, it's not like films where they can just kind of, a thousand of them can be made. There's a huge vetting process for almost any musical for it to get anywhere of any modicum of notoriety whatsoever. I mean, probably the worst one I've watched was that Princess Diana musical where it's just garbage and in bad taste. It's like on YouTube. It is hilarious, but it's bad. And that that's just we try not to go for like easy targets here because we really don't want to go in with an unopened mind i mean the, my biggest regret with doing this is kind of the muppet wizard of oz just because that was a weird curiosity but that <laughs> i just wanted to see what that was about to be honest and that kind of goes against the entire premise of the show which is trying to get you to like musical theater good and bad and getting a vast variation of it which is why we do both like the smaller ones and the really big tentpoles yeah i mean we've done some smaller ones but honestly the worst ones i can think of are some of the bigger ones that i just don't agree with uh as far as uh how they write their characters i guess right and the worst ones honestly are just the boring ones when i say boring i don't mean like it is dull. Well, yeah, it's like, like there's not much to say about it i might want to watch like rent or dear evan hansen more than like you're in town um just because yeah. you're in town's so bland and it's like eh whatever <laughs> Like, that's kind of the worst part about it. Like, we can make jokes about Rent and, like, talk about Dear Evan Hansen for days. You're in Town was a really rough episode to edit because there was... Like, I think we just talked about us at one point. We just started talking about horror. Like, that's when it gets really difficult. And sometimes that's where you get the best material. And a lot of times it just becomes a meandering bullshit episode. And I don't like those because every episode is someone's first episode. And they'll be like, is this just what they do every week? Okay, 
All right, what's the next let one? Me, let me try to decipher this next question. Would you rather listen to your favorite musical song, but your least favorite musical repeatedly for the rest of your playlist, or have David Hasselhoff singing all of your favorite musical songs be stuck in your head for your entire workday? I get it. I get it. Uh, yes. All right. So imagine that you have your favorite musical song, but and you listen to it, but as a penance, you have to listen to your worst musical all the way through as an album afterwards. Yeah. Or would you rather Or just have David your... Hasselhoff sings all your favorites. Yeah, I'd rather have David Hasselhoff sing my favorites. Yeah, I just I, David Hasselhoff, I think that's the easy choice. <laughs> yeah. Like he's not a great singer, but at least I ha uh, it's good songs still. <laughs> yeah, like look at Carol Channing. She's not the best singer, but she sings some catchy tunes and I'm in. Yeah, and plus David Hasselhoff, I mean, I can just imagine him like eating a cheeseburger off the ground <laughs> <laughs> while he's singing and you're like, I don't know. Well, thank you, Lily Ackles, for your questions. You're wonderful, Lily. All right, who we got next? Ewan? Ewan Cassidy? Yes. Um, I think, is this for you or for me? Eh, fuck it. What's I, feel like, I feel like this is mostly for you. Yeah. What's a musical a... that you once hated but since converted to liking, or vice versa, if you can't think of any? Have you had that yet? I mean, maybe the closest would be the SpongeBob one, because I kind of like... <laughs> I was kind of eh on it at first, and then I think after the live show... We just um, fell in love with that I again. I kind of liked it. I was like, yeah, it was actually pretty good. So, um, ones that you liked, and then... I guess one that I liked and converted to, like, being meh on was, like, um, Something Rotten. I don't, yeah. hate, I don't hate that one, but I, I kind of liked it at first, and now it's like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> I'd even put that in the lower tier of, like, my musicals that we've covered. Um, is there any that you used to completely hate that you actually like now? Or is the ones that you hate, you still just hate them? I think it's more like things I used to love, I hate now more than things I used to oh, hate, really? I love now. Well, which, which one is a, which one is one you love that, you know, I you really hate? liked Rent growing up, like, as a kid. And, yeah, I know. Awkward. <laughs> as a kid, I also really liked Annie. Of course you did. Yeah. And I've grown out of both of those. Um, I don't know what, like, I'm trying to think really hard about this. Um, I used to really like the Repo the Genetic Opera, like, when I was much younger, but that that's really hard to watch now, nowadays. Fuck. This is a really diff difficult one, just because I, mean, I can't I think, think you of just any. gave, like, three or four good answers right there. Well, there's three or four <laughs> answers to the question in reverse. Well, they said or vice versa, so... Yeah, I don't think you gave one one answer for the other way around, though. Come on. You I'm can trying. I really, really am trying. Um, there's a lot of things where I was like, oh, that premise sounds terrible, and then I kind of reversed on it, Beetlejuice being one of them. Yeah, but that one, that's not like you hating it. That's just you not knowing about it and then watching it. I don't hate things usually. Like, I'm just not one that usually leans to hating things. I mean, I really didn't like La La Land when I first watched it, and it kind of became, oh, this is fine to me on rewatches. Does that count? That's a good enough answer, I think. That's, That's a good, good enough. enough. Thank you, Ewan, for your question. You're, that you're that was, I mean, that you answered with our, our longest episode of all time, so. <laughs> Has yeah, that been that... surpassed yet? It's longer than the movie. <laughs> no, our longest episode is Les Mis. Oh, uh, okay. So it's been surpassed by one episode. It's still yeah. the second longest, isn't it? Still second longest. <laughs> about some movie that probably no one even cares about hey hey it won best picture for a couple minutes <laughs> that's true it was best picture for like an entire three minutes <laughs> all right andrew what's next uh we have uh moni monorai uh <laughs> how is that pronounced um read Mine. the question oh, okay being at episode 70 now is it still accurate to say you're trying to get andrew to like musical theater 
I would assume he's already been converted since he hasn't quit yet. Thoughts? Well, Andrew's finally getting paid for this, so that's probably the reason why he hasn't quit yet. That's the only reason I haven't quit. <laughs> Honestly, I do think, like, I, Andrew did not expect this shit to take off at all. I'll be honest, though, I don't think that, I don't think that's quite accurate to say the premise is truly trying to get me to like music theater. It's more, it's more always just been introducing me to weird musicals. <laughs> and then just asking for my thoughts. I mean, what was your thoughts on musical theater before we officially started? Because I would try to show you things, and you're like, that's stupid. I mean, well, I mean, you'd show me some, like, weird stuff, like, right away, and you're like, I don't <laughs> like know. Like what? It's, you know, it's it's tough to talk to someone who's a big fan of something, and you know nothing about it. It's fun, though. Because, like, you know, if you walk up to somebody, and they're talking about, like, Star Trek, and they're going to, like, these in-depth details about every episode, and you're, like, just trying to ask, like, hey, what episode should I start with? And they're like... Oh, well, you should start, like, ten minutes into the third episode, because, like... <laughs> are you like, talking about Deep Space Nine, or are you talking about Generation? <laughs> it's like, uh, no, I mean, like, is there, like, a good starting point? Like, I don't know. So, I mean, I didn't really have any opinions on it before we started. And I, I think the very first episode we did, I was like, that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> that was Sweeney Todd, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... I think it's safe to say I'd never had, like, a negative opinion on it. <laughs> have any of your opinions changed? Like, you brought up something rotten, but I'm curious. Like, have since the episode's posted, have there been anything that's changed, like, drastically? I know that's not really the question. I'd have to, but... I mean, I'd have to go back and listen to everything, like, the early stuff and see what I was saying to see, like, if I changed my mind. Because I don't remember what I said. This is a question for Jesse. Do you ever listen to our podcast? Yeah, I do. If, well, I, I, thought, if I thought an episode was going to be funny... Uh, I do actually usually listen to it. How's my editing skills? They're fabulous. Terrible can... editing, terrible research, and I, I like mean... musicals. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think my answer to that question, are are you still trying to get me to like it, is not really, but like, also yes. What's your answer to that question? Um... I feel like Andrew still doesn't like musicals all that much is the thing. He might like them on an individual level, but I don't think he's ever going to be, like, a big musical theater fan. I'm not a fan of anything, really. You, you, you like weird shit like Seventh Wonder. Yeah, I like weird shit, but I, I don't talk to people about that kind of stuff usually. Like, I'm not, like, somebody who's, like, a fanboy as much as, like, just I have certain things I like and that's it. <laughs> can I can I do a weird confession thing here that's sure. not related to Mina Miniri's question at all? <clears throat> sure. Are you about to come out as like a uh, gay again or like what? <laughs> what the fuck? You like out of again? the end of our what was that episode that you uh, just decided to come out? <laughs> <laughs> that was our Merrily episode, and I was, was good, demisexual. Yeah. Excellent. All right. So um, what's this confession? So I kind of hid my like very deep interest in musical theater throughout my entire college years because I was really embarrassed about it. Like I kind of was like, no one look at my YouTube page, no one look at any of this. It like, is pretty embarrassing. It is, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then after I graduated, I was like, fuck being whoever these people say I should be. I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna do this podcast. And now people are like, I did. I didn't know you were into that. That's really weird. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Really, I actually, when I tell people about it, they're like, oh, shit, you're getting paid for that? That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> and no, because 
in a lot of filmmaking circles, anytime you're making money doing the media stuff, there's just a lot of resentment because they're usually doing carpentry or some shit or working That's... at a Walmart. I mean, there's like that in everything. People don't like it when uh, you achieve their dreams. <laughs> they really don't, and it's weird, because I'm like, I want everyone to succeed. Everyone's great. Like, when yeah. I see your band doing great, I'm like, fuck yes, Andrew, you, you fucking go out there and kill that shit. Dude, bands hate each other. Like, not kidding. Every band that I ever have talking to, like, about my band, they're always like, oh yeah, that's cool. And then they're just like, let's not talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. I think, I mean, that's probably what you're experiencing from other, like, directors and stuff like that. Directors are one thing. It's people that, because a director is established and has doing it. They are self-motivated. Yeah. But not motivated people that just have that same degree and expect shit to fall in their laps. That's the people that get really pissed. I love directors. Yeah, directors they, they are great. think that it did, I think that they think that it did fall in your laps and they're just like, they got the shaft. But, like, in all reality, I know you work, like, crazy, and uh, that's just not the truth at all. <laughs> that is, like, one of the very rare nice things Andrew's ever said about me. I know people are like, oh, j he probably plays up the character for the show. No, this it's is how he character. fucking is. That's There's what no he character. is. I am a cynical piece of shit. <laughs> and, and he I'll hates everyone. That. I will admit that to the, to the core. That's, that's just why who I, he I, is. I'll be honest, that's why I don't post on, like, Twitter very often because I feel like if I say if I say what I'm thinking a lot of times people will get really mad at me. <laughs> how it, how his Twitter works is he'll post something on Facebook and I'll be like you should put that on Twitter and then he does it. <laughs> Sometimes I'll post something like after I watched Cats I posted that post that actually got decent for something I've posted. Andrew you should post more it's I, people like you. Sure all right. <laughs> I, What's next? This one's kind of for you because this is more behind the scenes stuff. Well, I'm behind the scenes too, but oh, yeah, I'm about to say I've always been curious. Do you guys script your episodes at all? Like, do you discuss what to talk about before recording, or you just say, "Okay, we've both seen this. Let's just start talking and press record." It's uh, literally the second one, I'd say. I would say it's the second <laughs> one because there is scheduling, and I have to get you the musical. Like, I choose the musicals. Well, it's that's not just like, oh, Andrew, have you seen this? That's not what they're asking, though. Because they're asking if, like, we discuss what we're going to talk about in the episode, which, like, not really. No, we try not. He'll occasionally ask me something while watching or give me his, like, general guttural reaction. Like, he'll yeah, send but, me a text. Yeah, but I, I never go in, like, I want to talk about this section of the, of the show beforehand. Unless it's, like, something really crazy that I need to talk about, but... A lot of it is, like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> yeah, I don't usually message him if it's a good musical. Unless other Sadly. than just like this is really good and that's it <laughs> i mean sometimes you'll send me like like last five years was like one of the most baffling like text Dude, from I, you. well i was trying to figure out what was happening <laughs> <laughs> all right what was your favorite musical to watch it doesn't have to be good just one you enjoyed and your least favorite so this is like the question you were going to ask before okay well you go my favorite i mean there's a lot that are favorites i mean I still really like Sweeney Todd. Les Mis is up there now, too. I think that one's really freaking good. Uh, so I'll just go with those two for right now. But there's other ones as well. I mean, we made that tier list at one point, and there was like right. four that I put in the top tier, and those would be the answers I have right now. And, yeah, then, add, add, episode. and then add Les Miserables in there, because that would also be in that top tier. <laughs> um, what do you think, like, has dropped? Anything, like, that you can think of, like, like 
either good or bad, things that you've kind of been like, that, I don't think fondly on that. The only one that comes to mind is something rotten, which mm -hmm. I at first thought was pretty good, and then kind of dropped down to okay. Okay. Now, here, that, thank you, Mina. You're wonderful. I mean, we got one more question. Um, why does <laughs> Andrew decide to deliberately mispronounce my name, even though it's clear he knows how to say it? Andrew, why do you do that? It's funny. I'm not fucking laughing. <laughs> do you know like, how I much give she gives us per episode? Dude, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <sighs> ah. Yeah, but... You didn't read the second part of this question where it says that last one was a joke, of course. I really enjoy listening to you guys. I don't Come understand on. why anyone enjoys listening to us. That's a question. Here's our, our question for all of you guys. What the heck do you like about our show? What is, what is wrong with you? There's something physically wrong with you people. And mentally. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We don't understand, but we don't always understand y'all, but we're happy that you guys enjoy us. Um, Andrew... I got yes. one last question. Sure. In the last um, over a year that we've done this, we have not missed a week, which I think is pretty impressive. I'm honestly surprised that that has happened, but yes. Um, do you have any regrets, be it things that we've said, things that we've handled? I got a couple, um, but I'm going to let you go first. Um, I feel like there's a few musicals that like I was too hard on, or I may have come across as too hard on in the episode. Do you have any you're considering, like, right now, like, falsettos, maybe? <laughs> no, honestly, I think I was fine on that one. Uh, it's ones that are usually, like, I, I find them to be mediocre, but then when I when we record the episode, somehow it makes it seem like I only talk about the negative stuff, and that's it. Um, when, in all reality, I didn't actually think it was that bad, I just thought it was, like, okay. I feel like Spongebob came across that way, because I think a mm -hmm. lot of people thought I hated that one, <laughs> which I really didn't. Mm -hmm. Um... Uh, and there's there's a few others. It's usually the ones that are, like, mediocre, and those are the ones that I feel like sometimes I can't express their mediocrity correctly, so that just sounds like they're bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I get that. There is one thing I regret, and Andrew is gonna give me a look like, maybe you shouldn't tell this story. <laughs> but I'm I don't actually- I don't actually know what the story is, so as soon um, as you start, the, I will. It's the no one called ahead story. <laughs> oh. I think enough time has passed where I could talk about that, because it's still... It's ruined me from a, being able to listen to an entire composer's repertoire just because I feel so guilty. I don't understand why you feel so bad, because this is entirely their publicist's fault, not yours. I know. I know. Like, you were very clear with your communication. <laughs> they didn't watch our show, apparently, because <laughs> they had no idea what they were getting into, and they got super mad at us. Like, I'm just telling the story, okay? Okay. I'm going to tell the story because Jess is going to go hard on himself for no reason. <laughs> All right. Jess contacts the people that made No One Calls Ahead, um, and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll have the, the composer come on as a guest on the show. Um, and we do a bonus episode, like in an interview with them. Um, and it's one of Jess's, like, secret favorite composers or something like that. I just like so his music. Like, I really like Jane Eyre. It's Paul Gordon. He's great. Um, yeah. And just their, their publicist, like, apparently doesn't know that we're recording an episode as well, even though Jess says that we're going to also record an episode and then release the interview separately. And I say, like, hey, we're not pulling any punches, we have some complaints, but overall we liked it. <laughs> yeah. And so we released the episode, and they call us, like, catty? Catty and crass was the words, and they would never listen to our show. Okay. I mean, 
Good, because apparently you didn't listen to it before because we didn't do anything differently in that episode than we do in any other episode. Yeah! <laughs> and you guys will listen to, the, like, episodes following that, and I'll just throw that we're caddy and crass, like, just at yeah. it. But then <laughs> Paul Gordon is, like, super sweet and wrote a really nice letter afterwards saying, like, hey, I don't get why they're angry, but I still feel so guilty that I can't listen to Jane Eyre or <laughs> Daddy Longlegs anymore because I'm like, I'm such a piece of shit, no! Yeah, that's not your fault at all. Honestly, if if you're a publicist and you are going to have someone come onto a show that you haven't heard of before and it's like an Internet show, maybe listen to the show at all before saying, yeah, we'll do it. Like, yeah, you know, we're we're not some late night talk show. We're not Jimmy Fallon. You know, like it's not like going to be that. It also bothered <laughs> me because they said we were trashing it. But we really weren't. No, we were. <laughs> We had a few complaints about it, but overall, we were padding every complaint we had with like, yeah, but we also liked this part. And every we complaint also had a lot part. of compliments with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and... I know. I still think about that, but that's a regret that I was like, I could have handled that entire situation probably a little better than I did. Yeah, maybe. But uh, I'll be honest, I'm not totally opposed to it, though, because it kind of turned us off of like doing things with publicists and they are just sometimes the worst. So. I, I will, but I have a really good relationship with a publicist company called Shark Party Media, and they've got me every single guest, like bonus guest. It's just great to help like these up-and-coming playwrights and all that. Well, not up-and-coming. They're established. Getting them on the show and getting them a chance to talk it out and get it to you people. So I've enjoyed that, personally. Yeah, no, I think it's good to do that type of stuff, but like we would have people that were coming, were coming to us, and I think this was one of those examples, I believe. Mm -hmm. I, no, I, this... went, I went to him because I really like okay. Jane Eyre and I was like hey we're in doing this, this thing in this period of time though we were having a lot of people come to us yes. and like ask to be on our show and we're like why do they want to be on our show we're such idiots like, <laughs> <laughs> our, it's like we're, our show are those one star reviews are absolutely accurate we don't research at all we are just bumble around into things <laughs> and we Can just I... <laughs> swear and it, <laughs> <laughs> and while we're doing because we're at like a mark right here where i feel like it's a good time to start spitting out thank yous yeah we really want to thank all of our patrons because honestly we didn't expect to ever have more than like three patrons yes so we <laughs> love all of you um another person who i i don't mean to push too much credit onto them but they are a lot of the reason why we're currently where we are um, I'd say Brent being on our show got opened a lot of doors that were closed previously. Oh, absolutely. So, and Brent Brent was uh, requested to be on our show at first. So. Yeah, they said you should be on the show. And then later he reached out to me saying, I want to be on your show. And I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was perfect. And and, and now uh, he's on, one of our patrons. <laughs> we we joke about the La La Land episode and how long <laughs> it was. But like, we didn't really have an established format at that point, And we didn't really know what we were doing. And yeah, Brent was just really don't. Brent was just trying to help us out, and he did. So yes, and <laughs> as well, there I want to thank Christy Esterly, who's been a multiple guest on this show. Every time we post an episode, she spits it, retweets it, sends it to her people. That's great, and helped us early on, and helped Brent find us. Yeah, so big thank yous all around. Yes, we love every one of you, and even though there is a podcast coming out with this same premise very soon, we hope you still remember. Who came first? We all know that that podcast won't be nearly as good as ours. It might! It might! Jess, our chemistry is like... <laughs> it's like yin and yang, you know? It's, it's just perfect. <laughs> Oil and water. 
it's like oil and water. They don't mix at all. <laughs> and that's why it's like, you know, it's like lightning in a bottle, you know? This, we don't get along at all, but we still tolerate each other. And that's why this show is so perfect. I mean, <laughs> I don't really want... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you and I have ever had an actual fight before, is the thing, in 10 I, years. I don't think I ever would, I mean, unless you really did something to offend me for some reason, but <laughs> you're you'd, not have, to, you'd have to go very though. far to do that. I really, I, I can be disagreeable, but I really don't get offended by but things. But the thing is, you and I have disagreed on things, and we've always figured out a way to be amicable, and there's never a disrespect between us, which I know you see the show and you think, there's gotta be a lot of disrespect between oh, them. They, I think, well, because just the way we talk to each other is like that, but there's no actual disrespect that Oh, no. no. <laughs> I mean, very early on, I remember my dad's like, why do you guys always seem like you're fighting? <laughs> I think that's why people like the show, though. <laughs> I think that is it. Like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's, maybe if we got rid of that, people would like the show a lot more, but I feel like that is part of the reason the show is fun. Well, the thing is, a lot of people are really afraid to get confrontational on a podcast because they're worried about, like, what if we, we fight? But I'm like, I can get confrontational with you by the end. Oh, good show. Dude, I don't care. You know, it's like, <laughs> say whatever you want. If you tell, if you say I'm an idiot because I didn't like a show, I'm just going to be like, all right, well, you're an idiot because you did like it. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got another thing to record. So we had a lot of fun today. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for supporting us for all this time. We love you very much. We love you. I love you. Jess loves you. And we love each other. This, this is a group hug moment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right, guys, we'll see you Bye. next time on Musicals with Cheese. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.